Hi, my name's Alex. I'm Triton Derivative, and this is New Normal. I had sort of a rough day today, and I'm um, kind of trying to uh, just distract myself a little bit. Um, I checked my email earlier and saw that they had released the main version or the the public version of Decentraland so I thought I'd give it a try um, some of my feedback so far is that it's uh, it's got a long way to improve I've done some hackathons with uh, Decentraland and also some of the builds and I like that side better. My experience playing it has actually been kind of frustrating. Um, for instance, like today when I signed on, it's like, create your character. And I'm like, but I already made a character. I paid 100 mana for it. Um, and for, I mean, it could be in a different wallet, maybe. I don't know. Um, The, I also, after making that character, got into playing and found that the system had like reset to the default character. So after after twenty minutes of making the character and starting to play, I like walked through a wall or something like that, and the character wasn't the same as I had started out with. It was changed from a fella to a lady, <laughs> and. Um, it looks cool. You can jump, you can walk around. There's interactivity. Uh, there's some sort of a um, scavenger hunt today. And currently, it's taking forever to load. I understand that it's a massive online world, so I can't, you know, be too grumpy about it. And it's, you know, it's just out of beta. The thing that I feel about all this is that virtual environments are going to be a major thing. It's like in Star Trek how the Borg had Unimatrix Zero. It's like this place that they went to escape their real life. To be more of who they were in reality. At least their own. And often I feel like that's what the internet for, for us is more often than not. It's having a hard time loading right now. <laughs> uh, my experience with CryptoVoxels, though it is sometimes glitchy and uh, it, it'll fall right off. Like it'll, like you'll be playing or wandering around, checking things out, and then so it's like, <laughs> crash. Um, I feel more more comfortable in that environment. It's I guess maybe because it's more realistic, kind of. Um, I also think that. 
it has a different angle on commerce and it feels more ready for commerce. Therefore, like there's opportunity there. In Decentraland, it feels like a cartoon and it doesn't seem well positioned for commerce. In a movie directed by Luc Besson called Valerian and Lorelei, Loreline, something like that. It was a French comic in maybe the 80s, 70s, 80s. Could be older than that. I think it's a pretty old comic, but it was about the future living in space. And in that movie, they would don VR hoods walk through this little portal thing and then wander around in the desert but in the VR port, like uh, under the hood they were walking around in this place called Big Market and in Big Market they interacted with other species it was this full roaming mall of a place and it was really cool the way that they conveyed how people would go and do their shopping and then come out of the environment and then it would be printed or replicated in some fashion and like it was like a whole like it was a whole experience it was really cool i think that that is probably in store for a lot of us i wonder about the actual like market dynamics as far as how people will like be ready to spend their money in those environments um like so for instance having a like surrogate monetary unit for within the environment will make it easier for people to be you know less frugal People are going to be more willing to spend if they are spending play money. Whereas if they go in there with USDC or, you know, their bank account, they're going to be more aware of it. Having opportunities for people to earn and, like, play to earn in environments like that, uh is pretty pretty key to making things work. I think also actually for some strange reason I'm kind of like envisioning GTA right now. Grand Theft Auto had a lot of really great features as far as like dynamic switches from play modes. Um, you can go from full roaming to game in the game or when you walk into a building it would switch to cinematics and you'd have like deeper levels of the gameplay. I think that's important. I do recognize that if it's going to be a dynamic experience, some of those things, especially cinematics and stuff like that, are going to have to be foregone. Or the actual like environment itself is going to have to be touched up and create that tone I've seen 
I want one other one that seems like it might be cool. It's like Neon District or Neon City, something like that. And I have a feeling that that one is going to be a very popular like place to play. Um, it reeks of dystopia and of vaporwave, super future kind of thing. And I think a lot of people do want an escape from their kind of reality and having having like a futuristic experience is, is it's exciting. Oh, it's not working. Decentraland is just not working right now. <laughs> um so Who knows, maybe it's just bogged down because it's really popular. It's the first release, first day of the release, it's midday. It's like 2.30 right now. I'm super stoked about the way that the internet has brought opportunity to people. And when you combine it with, like, full roaming virtual environments or an augment such as a map, the, a map the size of the world, you end up with people being able to see beyond their own experience and kind of both co-create and generally envision that things could be different. I think that's one of its strongest points of virtual environments as well as internet. Now we have Web3 and everything's coming together for real it's it's beyond exciting to me you have that layered level of market experience that I described previously where you have the ability to have generative economies or even like to leap from currency to currency kind of and use it when it's appropriate within its environment um, for instance like within DAOs often a DAO will have its its ecosystem currency um, specifically like Aragon has the Aragon tokens, which give you voters' rights. Um, but it also has speculative value. I think there's something like that uh, to be said for, hopefully I say it right, Pinacion. It's a... I think like more of like an arbitration token. But hopefully, if it parallels its namesake there will be identity solutions as well as like wider use governance and consensus like token value other things that are really cool i think is like geomining and that again goes to like the level of augmentation that's required to give people these like multi-level experiences where it creates 
a nested experience where like within your own life you now have an an extra life and some people need that people with mental illness people with um debilitating injuries or uh, you know degenerative illnesses of sorts like people that never had opportunities will have opportunities just imagine Stephen Hawking in a virtual environment how would he have fared I think he would have been president of the universe he was so very likable he had a great sense of humor and despite his his immobility he saw the world changed lives and deeply affected the way that we talk about reality so yes he was probably right where he was when he was needed and i am grateful for his teachings and writings and his perspective i think that again parallels or dovetails with the star trek narrative of all of this coming together again and within an episode of star trek there was a card game with data and Albert Einstein and Sir Thomas Newton as well as Stephen Hawking. Stephen Hawking was the only one that made an actual cameo. If only we had the technology of Bill and Ted. <laughs> and who knows? Maybe that's an who knows. <laughs> It might not be too far-fetched. It's just for those with open minds. I don't know. It's fun to talk. It's fun to think. And that's part of what I'm doing here, is trying to be the self beyond the self that I've found myself being in day-to-day -day life. And be more of the self that I idealize myself to be and aspire to be through my day-to-day -day actions, but often, you know, find myself wanting, and sometimes even wishing things were different. Now, with the sheer programmability of our experience, that is possible. Today I found myself very frustrated, very frustrated with Web3, and I love it. I have lived for it for two years, and I've dedicated myself to Ethereum pretty specifically. I love it. I love the community. I love the people on crypto Twitter, and I love the opportunities that just seem so bountiful by associating with these people that move and shake just the way that they do. <gasps> Something's changed. It seems like Decentraland might be loading. <laughs> <laughs>
Today, I was frustrated because I was trying to provide liquidity on Curve, and I had pissed away so much money on transaction costs, and a couple of them were very expensive. I mean, comparatively. I rejected the $10 one. (laughs) I had tried with a $2 one. I thought I had talked to somebody... Or maybe I had talked to somebody, and I thought that they had conveyed that when my other transaction would go through, that it would, like, like maybe refund what was just sitting there to wait. Because it was, like, a batch transaction. There was was six or seven transactions that you have to do to provide liquidity for the Tether group. Um, It has good margins, and I hope that I recoup. Honestly, I was thinking of just, like prostrating myself before the communion saying I'll never get my time back please please kick it down just just a copper or two but I realized that we're all in this together and every single one of us has had one of those days where I love the meme where with Batman where is it <laughs> you know he's the, it's like where's my transaction you know <laughs> like and that's one of the reasons I just like I don't even trade Bitcoin or any of those other things anymore. I mean, it just takes so long. There's so much stress. And today, there was a flash crash, and I was like, I don't really trade anymore. But I was like, I'm going to get on leverage and put in some longs on on Link. Because Chainlink's doing big things, and I mean... It's important to increase exposure to it, especially in those circumstances. Eventually, all my transactions went through, except for it was something that I've been trying for a couple days now, and I'm starting. Like I think I figured it out, and you know, it shouldn't be that complicated, but it is, and that's why it's frustrating. And that's why I'm incredibly frustrated with the creator. The revolutionary redistributive currency known as Sparkle, created by <laughs> by Michael White, associated with the Occupy movement and Adbusters magazine. And activist graduate school I'm disappointed in how things have come come out in the wash maybe but I'm not going to get too deep into that suffice to say I am disappointed in his lack of regard for his users when he made this and granted he did learn JavaScript or learn some Solidity code in order to make his currency available. But he made it very easy to buy and nearly impossible to sell. You should be able to just sign up to Etherscan, connect your wallet, and then do the sell function and I've tried it five or six times, and it doesn't seem to go through. It's funny, after after the first time that I tried, I ended up noticing that there was another transaction on the network, and it was like, oh, look, I saw my 
my balance go up. <laughs> so who knows, as far as, like, if there's another wave of that coming. A lot of people were really, really into it, and I think they wanted to support this person who probably changed their life. I know Occupy changed my life. And in a lot of ways, I do have to thank Michael White, though he is not entirely responsible. I think he gives himself more credit than is warranted. The power of the team, the power of the community, is the true galvanizing factor for revolutionary experience or transformational experience and revolutionary action. But the thing that we found through Occupy was that revolution is just going around and around in a circle, eventually ending up back where you came. And I think that cat's been chasing his tail too, because he got sick of trying to herd other cats. And so he now individualizes himself, and that's a mistake. Yes, he's got things to say, and he's put in the work. But he's not creating a multiple leveled, nested experience where people come out enriched. He is, and very sad to see this happening, and Sparkle was the catalyst. I saw that he's an extractor. His project, Sparkle, has a few levels of fees that the, the smallest proportion goes to the community and almost 5% goes to him. You pay him on the way in, you pay him on the way out. You also pay him if you are transacting on the network. And either he didn't have enough flow, like by that I mean like his, his voice didn't carry so far as Sir Richard Hart's, and or people realized how comparable to a P3C contract his actual project was. And it's way more scammy than Hex when you think about it. And I know that I've digressed from the original theme here, but maybe this all will come together in the end. It's unscripted. I'm just rambling. Still waiting for Decentraland to load. <laughs> I thought it was there for a minute. It looks like it's close. <laughs> the bar's full. But the thing that's genius about Hex that Sparkle didn't have is the time lock. And if it wasn't for Richard's bravado and his curt nature, I think Hex would be, like, 
gangbusters. I think it would be a true success. It is successful in that he's probably profited. It is successful in that it made some waves and people talked about it. And maybe in the long run, it would be successful as an alternate store of value, almost like an enclave economy within crypto. A lot of people don't see it. And that's okay, because Hex probably isn't actually going to be the one that carries the torch. And now, for me to say that my project might is hopeful, to say the very least. Maybe vainglorious, to say the worst. Creating a generative economy is something that is part of that multi-level experience. The time locks of Hex and the redistribution of, well, both of them actually are redistributive, is genius.